I Don't Know Radio is part of the Podcast NH Network. Check out podcastnh.com for other shows that are honestly way better than this piece of shit. W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. It's Fishstick, Lulu, the Professor, and Mulch on 1091 WIDK, the I Don't Know Morning Show. Good Monday morning. Good Monday morning. Good morning. And Good morning. And welcome to your low-grade, unpaid, risque pit stain of a Monday morning radio show. And, and we're, we're not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. Nice. Nailed we it. almost got the timing good. I am Fish Stick. I am the Professor. I am Mimi. And I am Mulch. You may be curious, because Mimi is not Lulu. Although their names sound similar mouthfeel-wise. Yes. <laughs> we have with us today Mimi, who is Lulu's sister. And the reason for Lulu's absence is explained in this postcard, which she sent me. The picture on the postcard is just a tray of cupcakes, which is super Lulu. And the postcard says, hello, all. Life is wonderful here in Jamaica. My reviewing of vacations is going splendidly. I think I have a pretty good idea of what I would rate vacations, but I think I need a little more time. I've asked my sister Mimi to radio sit for me. Maybe I'll be back soon. Toodles, Lulu. Well... And this was the week that we were intending to do Lulu Reviews Viewer Reviews. Ah, So, well, well, so everyone has more time to submit more. If Lulu comes back, like, I don't even know. <laughs> How, who paid for this? The vacation? Yes. I don't, I, I know it wasn't, well, I don't know, our new boss Jared's pretty cool, but I can't imagine he would just pay for Lulu to go on so. vacation. But either way, it doesn't matter. We've got Mimi here in the studio going to take over Lulu's segment. Before we do drop into the, the meat and potatoes of the show, though, there are a couple things that I wanted to hit. Um, I got an email from our boss. I don't know. Did you guys see it? I didn't see the email. I don't know how to use a computer. Go on. Okay. <laughs> our boss emailed saying that we have some new listeners, and they're all from the FCC. Oh, boy. Uh, because last week, remember we made new swear words? Fuck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't one of them, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Try to take credit. <laughs> Turns out that that's, uh, they don't really know how to deal with that. So our subscriber count on the podcasted version of our radio show has shot up dramatically. Well, that's that's good so news. Shout out to the FCC. I'll take it. <laughs> the other thing he mentioned. I never thought we'd say that. Right. <laughs> uh, the other thing he mentioned was the um, Halloween decorations on our tower. Yep. Need to be wrapped in chicken wire ASAP oh. be- because we have a bit of a bird problem going oh. on up there. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's amazing how much birds like eating Halloween decorations. Yeah. Do we have a maintenance guy yet? We've never had a maintenance guy. Yeah, I, want, we, I don't want to go up there, but <laughs> look we, like, around you. <laughs> Do you think we have a maintenance guy? No, but if we could just like find one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go down to the, the maintenance guy garden and see if we can pick one. And the third piece of business that I wanted to discuss is my favorite piece of business, and that is our sponsorship with Smoke-A-Cola. 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 Jared made it happen. So uh, I want you guys to send your love to our boss, Jared. He actually has an email that's public. It's yourbossjared at gmail.com. And I found out that he spells Jared with two R's and two D's. Jared. 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 So your boss, Jared. 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 At gmail.com? Yeah, send him some love for hooking us up with these sweet, sweet drinks. Yeah, that's awesome. How's that one? Oh my god, it's really good. This is, that is the, the new cherry flavor one. No, it's rhubarb. Oh, nice. The oh, logo nice. is a similar color. Yeah, you can really taste the. Um, They've just released uh, like twenty new flavors. I got a double nicotine one right now. It's delicious. D- you're doing the double nick. Yeah. Oh, I don't dare before I go in the, the air. DN. The DN. <laughs> 
So we got a great show coming up for you on Fish Sticks Top Pick Topics. We are going to talk about eating things. Eating things. Nice. I like yeah. the suspense right. that was added to that. <laughs> I hadn't. Uh, I didn't pick a topic until just now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. On uh, on Professor's Life De-Stressor, we're going to be talking about someone who's trapped. And Mimi filling in for Lulu's viewer reviews. We'll be reviewing Dead Optics. Dead Optics. Dead Optics. Damn. This is, sounds cryptic. Sounds like a new video game. It, yeah, like, like Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> On Mulch's News Garden, we're going to be talking about what happened to who and why. That's a very Mulch intro. All right, we'll drop right into Fish Sticks Topic Topics right after a quick word from our sponsors. Stay right here. Hi, I'm a lawyer. Bang, bang, guilty, guilty, you're going to jail, bud. That's our motto. You're going to jail, bud. Well, not not you. The other one. The the, de- the defendant. Put him in jail. Hire me. Here comes way too much information. Send your topics to I don't know radio at gmail.com and they'll end up here on Fish Sticks Topic Topics. Fish Sticks Topic Topics brought to you this Monday morning by Smoca-Cola's all-new flavors, butterscotch, pastrami Reuben, onion, and water. For a limited time, pick up a chicken-flavored Smoca-Cola and let us know what you think. We think it tastes like all of them. Smoca-Cola. Oh. I mean, we have a we case were- of each right now in the studio, <laughs> yeah. so. I don't know if I want to try the chicken. Why? But a pastrami Reuben one sounds pretty good. There's a whole box of them. Go grab a pastrami Reuben one. Yeah, I think I will. I was really interested in the blue cheese avocado, but... Did you have to crack it open in front of the mic? I'm sorry. These are expensive. Um, <laughs> how is it? <laughs> Heavy on the mustard, but but pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty. But is good. it good deli mustard? It is good deli mustard. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, like the kind with the menorah on the label. What is that? Ruben. Anyway, uh, fish sticks topic topics. This one was sent in by none other than Ian G, who might as well just work here. Thank you, Ian. Ian asks, "Would you rather eat one pound of raw, uncooked chicken breast or two?" breaded deep fried nuggets of cat poop for the sake of the rules the cat poop he actually wrote for the sake of the rules you're always trying to figure out the cat poop has been fried to the point where all the bacteria is dead the nuggets are big enough that you have to chew and can't swallow them whole and there is no cat litter stuck to them wow oh man well the cat litter thing changed for me was that the part that you were worried about was the litter yeah like the grittiness? The grittiness of it. Like, yeah. you know, what's That's that fair. movie? The sand, uh, was it the Alfalfa movie? The remake the of The Rascals? I was oh, going to say, Rascals. The, the yeah. Rascals is what I was thinking of. And when he's trying to smooge over the girl and date her, and the friends prank them, and they slip cat litter on the sandwich, that was traumatic for me as uh. a child. So. That bit is what ruins the texture of cat poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, with chicken, you can die with the, yeah, that, with the raw true. chicken. Well, so, so I like how he was like, oh, if you cook the cat poop, all the bacteria is gone. But raw chicken, there's, you have to cook raw chicken in order to get the bacteria to go away. But he didn't say anything about it. So I like for health reasons, right after I finished the smoke cola, I would, eat, I would go for the cat. The cat poop nuggets. Yeah, I, I think I have to be on board with that. I, and I actually see where you're coming from with the cat litter. Because if there was litter on it... All right, think about it. Think how about does it. that make it worse? No, also, it's Have deep you, fried. All right, it's look. either sand or it's just sand. like ground up cardboard. And I only know that because one year, like the ice was so bad in our driveway and we had no sand. We poured cat litter all over it for traction. And then as the ice melted, it turned into oatmeal across oh, our whole disgusting. driveway. Wow. It I ruins you, your shoes, your pants, everything. I thought that you were saying that the cat poop 
is like dried up cardboard. And then you went oh, into no, like, no. No, no, no. why I know this is because <laughs> I feed my cat boxes. <laughs> cat litter, though. Think about it. It's like the texture of beach sand and the flavor of like floor cleaner. Oh. Think about cat poop. It's clean. It's It's been fried. The bacteria is dead. Honestly, so. There's, sure, it's gross, but it's not. There aren't a whole lot of things that you could deep fry that I wouldn't eat. That's also a good point. Like, if somebody was like, this is your finger that we just deep fried, I'd be like, no, I'm going to fucking try it. They got a nice crunch to it? I'm probably going to like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, let's do another one. Yeah, yeah. Could you, oh, that's actually, a, that was the Treehouse of Horror last year, I think, is Homer did that. He got to the point where he was just like, he ate himself a lot. And he got to the point where it was just like a leg and like, that's it. It was just a leg in his torso. Have you guys not seen that what episode? What the fuck are you talking the about? Simpsons. It was a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Oh, 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 He accidentally cut off his finger and grilled it, and then he ate it, and he liked it. So he just, like, <laughs> continued to grill himself, and it was until the point he was, like, Ooh. no more. <laughs> like, so you're saying that eating a, a deep-fried cat poop nugget is a slippery slope towards grilling yourself and eating yourself? <laughs> I just, like, I'm just saying deep, getting hooked. Yeah, I'm just saying deep-frying anything is a hook, line, and sinker for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, deep-fry a hook, I'll eat it. <laughs> you... you <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The chicken breast, though, it's not guaranteed that you're gonna die. It's, I mean, chicken is yes, one it is. pound. That's it, a lot. He specified one pound. That is a lot of raw chicken. That's like two large chicken breasts. Chickens aren't inherently like double D chicken breasts. <laughs> chickens aren't inherently po- poisonous, though. Right, E. coli is, which is just like all over chicken all the time. Is it though? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? But have you ever gone to a restaurant and like, I'll take my chicken medium rare? No. Please. When I cook chicken at home, it's six seconds There's aside. Like, oh. Okay, then you can do it because you have built up an immunity, but we can't. I don't think I could do the deep fried cat poop nuggets because the warm, creamy consistency inside the breading. Ugh. Oh, just pop them in real quick. You almost just made me throw yeah, up. Yeah, right I actually there. did. Yeah, I didn't think about the Nutella consistency. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> French's oh. favorite topping. Oh, no. God. I haven't had Nutella in years. But, but also, he did say that the nuggets would be big enough that you'd have to chew. But if they were soft like that, it would be easier to get it down. Can I no. drink something with this? Uh, for the sake of argument, let's say no. <laughs> he didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. he so if I, can just, if I can just like pop one in, smoke a cola, pop one in, smoke a cola, I'm chew. good. See, if I, could I know, chew, but I would chew like you can onion, do that. Onion, smoke a cola. It'll yeah, probably exactly. drown out the taste. If, yeah, I, if I could choose to drink something with it, then I would eat the chicken and drink Germex. Fuck, fuck it. Like, <laughs> I don't see any, not any that flaw in that logic at all. Because then I don't have to chew up kitty do. And I, that's it's only two, right? Was there only two of them? Um, yeah, two breaded deep fried nuggets of that's cat poop. So easy. I missed that detail. It's only two nuggets. Yeah, it's not a, it's that's not like a, a middle school worth. dare. You get more for that in a that Wendy's like four a for four. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And you know, thinking about it too, the consistency is probably similar to Wendy's chicken nuggets. Think about what you feed your cat. Like what the, you know what I mean? Cardboard boxes. It, it's not going to, raw like, chicken. it's going to be raw gross. <laughs> but if, yeah. Like you're going to eat raw chicken, no, whichever one you choose. Secondhand chicken. So like, it's like, you know, you feed them kibbles and bits that taste like nothing. They don't taste like nothing. Unless you're a good cat parent who's like, my cat will only eat turkey and gravy pate, which makes you a fucking asshole. Hey, so, my cat's actually allergic to chicken, so we have to buy him Wet food that does not have any chicken in it because we have had no luck finding a dry food that does not have chicken in it. This is the kind of luck I would give that cat. Open the door. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't eat a chicken. (laughs) So are we unanimous on the cat shit? It's just too, like, honestly, it's 
it's nothing. I feel like I'm being peer pressured right now into agreeing with you. Yeah, dude, do it. Well, you can be right or you can just make your decision. (laughs) Well, I hope hope the big uh, pussy doesn't hear about this. I don't think that they would have anything against us eating cat poop. They're organizing felines to take over the world. Yeah. This would be part of their plan. I forgot we talked about that. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is Really? (laughs) Yeah, I did not remember. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, was oh, yeah, right. This whole thing, week, wasn't it? It was an episode before this one, yes. I don't know if you heard about that. I didn't, but I'm assuming it's something to do with a Cats. agency of some sort. What yes, a cat cabal, if you will. Oh. Does, does, I don't know, radio play in the in the Lulu household? Well, do I... Do you guys even live together? Well, we see each other off and on. I mean, we're we're close, but not that close that she'd invite me to go on vacation with her, but... Um, right, yeah, evidently. Sensing a little yeah. animosity. But, you know, there, we did bond a lot. I mean, we stuttered as children, which is like the inspiration for our names. So, you know, our parents <laughs> just decided to be nice to us. So they didn't name I you did. until after you could talk? <laughs> it was Lou and me. It, it was. Like, our parents were very, like, very, um, what do you call, efficient. And, like, they were both engineers. So, you know, they didn't want any waste of time. So they're very monosyllabic about their name choices. Um, but to have <laughs> compassion on us as children, they just allowed us to change our names. That's incredible. And mm. Lulu's just name to, at one point. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> just to clear up your confusion, monosyllabic means having one syllable. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> Yo, I'm super happy you said it because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask. It's pronounced monosyllabic. Oh, so, oh is oh, it? Oh, I said it wrong. I'm what sorry are, you didn't understand potato. I should have said potato. three of you are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what are your parents' names? Oh, I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Again, efficiency. That can't be true. Well, we weren't really raised with them. Like, they kind of named us and, as Mulch was saying, kind of left it to nature. Kind uh. of like, open the door, don't eat a chicken sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so many things make sense about Lulu wow. now. Correct. Yeah. So many things. That's, Except why she's not here. That's the only thing that doesn't make sense still. Yeah, and how she got the money to go to Jamaica. Yeah. I guess I guess we're mm. unanimous that we're going to all eat two breaded deep fried nuggets of cat poop. Did I mention that we have to follow through on this one? That was part of it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's a tray in the, in the microwave. We'll drop right into uh, the professor's life de-stressor right after another quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. Woody Chuck's Tree Shuck Bark Removal and Wooden Sculpture Supply Emporium has all the right tools for your tree shaping needs. Woody Chuck's been shucking trees since before you were born and loves to lend a helping hand to the blossoming wood sculpturists. Learn from the best. How much wood could Woody Chuck shuck? A lot if you're willing to pay for it. I Don't Know Radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Call 304-566-WIDK with your problems and the professor will solve them. It's the professor's life de-stressor. Today's professor life de-stressor is brought to you by Smoke-A-Cola. Do you want lung cancer and diabetes? Try a room temperature Smoke-A-Cola today. They are best at room temperature. They are best at room temperature. What fascinates me is the chemistry of it because it boils at room temperature when you open it. Like you depressurize it and it just slowly turns to smoke. But it doesn't burn you. No, but it does give you pretty bad gas because any of the liquid you drink then evaporates in your stomach and it's, yeah. It's a good thing that we're only mic'd above the table. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
What the hell just happened over there? So we had a today, moment. Today's <laughs> edit. Today's you guys just <laughs> you both just sta- you stared into each other's eyes. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Deeply, I wish I knew. I was suppressing a Smoke Cola burp. Today's professor life de-stressor. We already did the. Okay, it's Doctor Mavid who is apparently trapped, and this is a voicemail. Hello, fish stick, professor, Lulu, and lawn boy. This is Dr. Mavid. Mobina, be with you. I'm calling because I am in desperate need of, of help. I've been caught in a Cajun home for over three weeks now. Mobinus has yet to dispatch his angels for me. And I am afraid that in a fortnight I shall be dead. Please help me. Did he say a Cajun wow. home? I believe he said Cajun. Cajun home or a cage in a home? It could be either, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, a Cajun home would just like a lot of spicy food, I would assume. I, I just have to ask, Mobinus dispatching his angels. And mo, he said Mobina be Mobina with you? Mobina be with you. I don't know. Is that a Greek mythology? I, I, I don't know. I Greek mythology in high school. I don't, none of that I'm unfamiliar uh, with Mobinus. We do some research? Yeah, hold on. Mobina. Uh, let me do a quick Google. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so obviously he's trapped. Um, I he managed to get us a voicemail. So. Yo, this guy, Dr. Mavid. Dr. Right? Mavid? He is the founder of the Mobius Strip Earth Society. The Mobius oh. Strip Earth Society. They apparently believe that the Earth is, in fact, shaped like a Mobius Strip, and it is governed by a deity named Mobina. And okay. that uh, he, he apparently went on this big quest to find the tape that holds the twist of the Mobius Strip together, which is apparently right over Iraq. And there's this whole thing about, like, that's the reason we went to war in Iraq oh. back in the early 2000s. This hole goes pretty deep. Wow. Oh, well, and he's been captured? That raises an interesting question. Yeah, what the fuck is the Mobius Strip Earth Society? And who captured him? They have a Facebook page and everything. Facebook.com slash Mobius Earth. They have... Like 182. I'm so impressed with your Google search right now that you just got all this information by one click. That's amazing. I typed Dr. Mavid. Apparently he's pretty famous. Oh, see, I went the other, I just typed in the God name. Mobina. Yeah, I didn't get much. You went the right way. Oh, they seem to have a problem with flat earth people. When the power of love overcomes the love of power, only then will the flatties and globies meet their true demise. Oh, wow. So what did they, like, what are their core beliefs? Uh, let's see. About. Uh, here at the Society for Mobius Earth, we believe we're all on the same side, except for flat earthers. <laughs> oh, that's that's an actual ride. That's it's clever because a Mobius strip. But isn't there at the risk of sounding ignorant, aren't there two sides to a Mobius strip? No, there's no, only one side. There's only one side. Well, that's the point of it. That's that's what a Mobius strip is. Here, I've also heard it's the best way to eat a bagel. It is. You can put cream cheese on every side because right. there's only one. Crazy. Is that a thing people do for real? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm making, so a, Mobius making a Mobius strip. strip. Okay. You take you take a ribbon, or in this case a piece of paper, you fold it once, halfway, and then you connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not quite though. It I wish <laughs> listeners could view that. It didn't quite I work. It, I get it, but you, like there's still No, no, because if you put, touch a pencil down and trace all the way around, you will connect to the original line. I understand that. There's only one side. 
You're better at politics. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like this will lead to politics. Geology is obviously not your strong suit. <laughs> I'm just so, yeah, all right. Why did he reach out to us? What, what can we Well, so he's been captured. I don't know what we can do, but we're going to have to try and do something, I guess. I mean, I would send out a message to his Facebook that he must run that. No. We could reach out to some of them to see if they have any extra information. Yeah. yeah. We could put a post. I can put a post up. I guess they take guest posts. Yeah. Um, put up a post and say, uh. Hey, I don't know. Radio is coming for you. Doctor I just wish we knew if he if he was in a cage or a Cajun house. We'll have to <laughs> definitely dig deeper. Like, is he just being like eating a lot of Cajun shrimp right now, or is he <laughs> actually in a cage, also eating shrimp? That's very two very different scenarios. <laughs> it that, is, and like, why is he in Iraq right now? Do they have Cajun food in Iraq? <laughs> well, if we pick any one direction, we'll eventually find him if we keep walking. That's true, because this is a Mobius strip Earth. Mm. Oh, no, well, we don't, no, we don't, no, we don't, don't. We don't know I like it. that. It could be, though. It makes sense. I know, but we have a lot of evidence that yeah, that's th- not Think about case. it, though. If you get on a boat and you sail all the way across, eventually you get back to the same place. That's not true. That's not true. That's, like, incredibly no, not absolutely true. Yeah, it's, it's the true. fucking wind turns you around, <laughs> and now you're going the other direction. How the fuck did we end up back here? I'm just saying, we'll have to see. Why'd you pick a boat and not an airplane? Yeah, that was actually... (laughs) Yeah, or an airplane. (laughs) Yo, good point. Good point. So how do they, like, okay, so Mobius Strip Earth people, how do they, uh, you know, like, the waves and currents and stuff, what is is the deal with that? Or planets, I... Like like planets and stars. I don't know. None of us are a part of the society. I just wish we had more information. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, uh, well let's freaking uh, rescue Dr. Maven. And bring him on the show. We're going to rescue Dr. Maven Absolutely. and bring him on the show. Certainly. So reach out on the Facebook page, right? Is we'll get we- more details on where he might be, and then yeah, we'll, we'll see when we are able to actually rescue him. So the- if, if he's in a Cajun home, enjoy it. They have delicious food. The yeah. culture's deep. If we'll you're in a cage you. in a home... Pretended something else? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy thoughts. Doing? Happy thoughts. Stay positive, Dr. Mavid. Uh, unfortunately, there's not much else I can give you, but we're coming. We're yeah. rooting for you for some reason. I fucking don't even know this guy. I have a lot of questions for Dr. Mavid and his philosophy and his followers and his 181 people that seem to believe the Earth is a Mobius strip. Way more than they should. <laughs> That's more people than listen to the podcast of this radio show. Correct. <laughs> Pretty impressive. <laughs> Do you have any advice other than what Mulch said? No. Is that it? That's Sorry, it. I kind of took your shit. No, that's okay. I'm. You did it well. Thanks. So we have Lulu's viewer reviews. Mimi's Lulu's viewer reviews. Yep, Mimi's taking over. Let's uh, let's drop into it. These guys need all the help they can get. Seriously, send in your best questions for Fish Sticks Top Pick Topics. Reveal your most burning personal issues to the professor by emailing them a voice memo or leaving a voicemail at 304-566-WIDK. Give Lulu something weird to review. If you have a commercial script, they'll read it. Also, if you're a musician and you want them to play your song, they'll probably do that too. The bar is honestly pretty low. Email all of your submissions to I don't know radio at gmail.com. Also, if for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire of a show, rate it five stars on iTunes. But make sure you leave an angry, scathing review in the text box just because I think that'd be kind of funny. They'll do just about anything. Send it to I don't know radio at gmail.com. From your haircut to an egg salad sandwich you made, Lulu will rate it. It's Lulu's viewer reviews. Today's review is brought to you by Smoca-Cola. Try the newly reformulated Smoca-Cola menthol while it's still legal. A minty blast that knocks you on your ass. Smoca-Cola menthol. 
No, menthol is what I can get behind. That's what I would drink if I was ill. It honestly tastes like Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh, not bad. <gasps> if it, you had Vicks Vapor Rub on your chest while smoking a menthol smoke cola, good luck. Oh I mean, man, <laughs> like my, my tears would freeze from <laughs> the mint scent coming up. <laughs> I feel like my sinuses would get larger, not just clearer. <laughs> I think that making would, the just, experience that much better. Exactly, it would literally, be eye opening. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's the first one of the show. Yes, first one of the show. Nailed it. Give me a dollar. All right. <laughs> okay, so for Lulu's viewer reviews, we had a request put in by Ian G. He would like us to review Steve Buscemi's eyes. <laughs> Steve Buscemi's is, eyes. Is that? Yes. A, I thought it was Buscemi. Bushimi? Jesus Christ, no. That's, <laughs> you're thinking Fushigi. Oh, Steve Fushigi. <laughs> Steve Fushigi. The guy who hosts that show where they put the things on the board, and he goes like, what? Oh, Steve Harvey. Oh. <laughs> Harvey. I thought that was Two-Face. Let's stop. This is a bad <laughs> This is bad radio. Well, I, I think whichever Bushimi, Bushemi, I think people know who you mean, even if you butcher their name. Just but- by throwing eyes in there. Yeah, just by throwing eyes, because everybody, I think, recognizes him because they all have a mind of their own, really. (laughs) Like, they just look in both directions at the same time. So it was actually quite hard to review this and also not knowing him personally. Because you've never stared into his eyes. If only we Correct. had the opportunity to I feel stare like, into his eyes. I feel like it literally looks like his eyes were thrown in there. Like, <laughs> like, like, like rolling the dice. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'll fucking work itself out. I feel like he's probably sort of a major scientific breakthrough of a person because it clearly distinguishes the left brain, right brain theory because <laughs> obviously each half is controlling a different eye. Right. <laughs> Yeah. His peripheral vision must be awesome. Because it is his vision. Yeah, he's like, got like three, it's like owl vision. He's 360 degree like. Steve, we got to ask, how can you move your eyes independently of one another? I don't. <laughs> I can't control them. They must have used like chameleon blood in his. Yeah, he's in like a Jurassic Park. Like, like, when they were growing him in a laboratory. Yeah, when they were growing him. What's this one going to be? An actor? Really? <laughs> well, you want to use it for like war? <laughs> actor. <laughs> And, and even when he is an actor, you know, his, he's best at dying. So I don't know where they went that way. Know, that's like, true. Yeah. What I'm kind just, of movies are you going to be in? Eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, we'll see. What, what's the Star Trek joke? Like the extras that die in every episode are wearing a certain color. Oh, oh I didn't realize that. Is that a conspiracy or is that a real thing? I thought it was a real thing, but I haven't watched enough to know if that's true or not. Uh, I'm too unfamiliar with the lore. I don't. Yeah. Well, uh, in any event, like if you wore a certain color, supposedly that was an extra that would die later on in the episode. So if you see Steve Buscemi or Buscemi, it's like, well, <laughs> he's going to die. He's going to die. <laughs> he's not going to make it. And, and a corpse with like. You know, protruding eyes looking at everyone at the same time oh. is like a very scary image. That's why he always dies, because he's got those crazy corpse eyes. It's just aesthetically good. The only movie I can remember seeing him in, I have no idea what movie it is, but it's the one reason a full body cast, except for his head. And it's just like at the end of a movie. Oh. I think it's an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I think that might have been an actor making fun of Steve Buscemi. <laughs> to me, in all, like, in all seriousness. Google! God. That's dedication to get plastic surgery just to make fun of somebody because his eyes were out there. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't CGI. <laughs> if it was, you know what they probably did? They probably copied the left eye and pasted over the right and vice versa. Just rotate it like 30 degrees. Yeah, just, so, just swap them. Fun side note, Steve Buscemi is worth $35 million. That Powerball winner is worth more than Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Reviewing his eyes, though. I feel like it would really require a chance to stare deeply into them to know the depth of his soul, but that would take at least two people. It would, absolutely. <laughs> so, or, or turns. <laughs> get, get together after, like, what'd you see? <laughs> 
Although, like, you know, if we're joking about his appearance, I think, though, he does deserve a lot of respect because as an actor, he is talented, you know. But oh, yeah. the strikingness of his eyes, you know, you recognize him, you, you notice him in a room, even if you didn't see any of his movies. So there, I think there's an attractiveness quality as well. There is. It's like a trademarked thing. Like Michael Scott's nose. It's huge. Am I, unless huge. I'm the only Wait. one who's noticed that from The I, Office. I've, oh, okay. I was under, like, I've is this a real noticed. person? Or are you referring to the character from The Office? He does so. have a big nose. Yeah. Well, I've never noticed, but yeah, I guess. As the owner of a very large schnoz. I notice yeah. when you watch him and he like turns from the camera, like he looks normal from the front and then he turns and like you can see the camera shake as the wind gust moves past it. <laughs> you do have a large nose. I always know when you're coming into a room because your nose walks in and then you walk in a few days later. <laughs> and for all of our listeners, Fishstick's nose is not attached to his face. <laughs> no, it's, it's just a like, separate oh, entity. Fishstick will be here soon. The tip of his nose just walked through the door. We should call you Cyrano. Oh, God. <laughs> you, a, you, I think you have to hit the bell. I don't know. <laughs> is that, that's like a literary nerd joke. I need to hit like a gong or something. <laughs> well, well, there actually oh. is a part in the play or whatever where he says his nose precedes him by a quarter of an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? But, yeah. And like, it's actually really awesome. Like all the things he talks about having a big schnoz, all of the funny things. And then he's fencing while at it. And, you know, he's a word and, you know, swordsman. So. I need like, to. I need to read this just yeah. to pick up some lines to defend. <laughs> really? No, <laughs> that's a good start, though. The fifteen minutes, like the yeah. Gerard Depardieu film. Just watch the first fifteen minutes, and you'll have a whole like fifteen-minute monologue of long nose jokes in French. <laughs> I need to memorize oh, that'll that. That'll come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm planning a trip to France once Lulu gets back, and so the second someone is like, "Ha ha ha, nice snores, monsieur," and I can be like. And every time you make a point, I think you're supposed to say "à la touche." À la touche. Touche. I think I thought that was out of the Harry Potter French movie. À la touche. Le No, no, no! It's Leviathan. Oh, Leviathan. And and just like that, our radio show turned into an Oni cartoon. Okay, let's get back to uh, Steve Buscemi's eyes. Yeah, it's Buscemi. Can we just agree on that? Yeah, first of all, fuck you for that. I've never heard someone call him Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Tweet at us, Buscemi, Buscemi, what is it? Right, spell it the way it's spelled. (laughs) But pronounce it. (laughs) Voice tweet it at us. Yeah, send us a clip. We're going to air them all. Yes. Just we not have nothing in a Boston accent. Yeah, just not in a Boston accent. <laughs> if you're from accent. Boston, do not respond to this request. Not even worth it. So you got to give it to us right now. So I think that after all of this, the fact that they're so striking and memorable, I would say that they're more attractive than anything. I would say they're good. Steve Buscemi is, uh, I think, has very nice eyes. Very nice eyes. L- Lulu usually does a blank out of blank. So, like, something out of something. What or would you, on a scale of on a scale something of, to something else. It is. Okay. Um, I would say it's a three out of cat litter. That's a three out of cat litter. You are Lulu's sister. Pretty good. <laughs> All right. We're going to drop into Mulch's News Garden, Yum. which I'm sure is luscious and filled with plants. Oh, man. It's all dead. <laughs> Eye of Newt. Blood of a virgin. Two whiskers from a dead cat's ass. All you need are those and the Necronomicama Sutra. And you're on your way to a good time. People always say when they travel that they can feel the history of the places they visit. But you could get to third base. The Necronomicama Sutra. Potions, positions, incantations, and ejaculations. 
the Necronomicama Sutra. Raise the dead and do the dirty. The Necronomicama Sutra does not work on animals. Please do not use the Necronomicama Sutra to commit bestiality. Seriously, that's disgusting. He digs through the stories and wipes off the dirt. The landscape of journalism could use a little mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. <laughs> You okay, man? Oh my god. Was that the did you try the double nick? The what? DN? Did you try the double nicotine? What? <laughs> Is that the blue one? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you tried I'm the double sorry. nick. You guys keep yelling edit, edit, but I think we need to start saying medic after a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Maybe I'm, see I'm how sorry. This plays out. Oh god, I have to hit the, the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I need to lie down. Mulch, I can do, smell it from over mulch, here. Do your thing. <laughs> Just do the thing. I'm working on it, you fuck. All right. Uh, Mulch's News Garden is brought to you by Smoke Cola Pods, the snuff stuff to satisfy your nicotine and sugar addictions. Just pop them in your nostrils and sniff the snuff to get the stuff in your lungs and your gut. Close the mouth for maximum effect. That's awesome. That is awesome. And I think you can do your laundry with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Or That's do a dumb impressive. challenge as well. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke a cola. It, it'd be better though. Challenge in general. <laughs> These are like the market's answer to the Tide Pod challenge. I don't think you were ready for the double nick. I'm laying back down. <laughs> that was that was pretty intense. I've never seen you so red. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not completely better. You'll be all right. Just let it just let it happen. You're for, you're fighting it. Have you, let it breaths. take you. Have you seen the movie Big Fat Liar? Sure. You know the part where he dyes the pool blue? Yep. You look like that guy right now. Why? <laughs> I don't think this is nicotine. Oh, you can't. You're seeing blue. Everything's blue. Oh, I thought you meant I physically <laughs> look blue. And I was like, what? <laughs> I thought you just dramatically changed the subject. No, everything's blue. Should we call a doctor or you're going to ride this He'll high? He'll be fine. I don't have insurance. Just, <laughs> just nobody does. Just run it out. <laughs> just ride it out. You're, you're fighting it. You have to let it take you. <sighs> there you go. Relax a little bit. Take it in. You should be able to feel it get into like the vessels in your lungs. What's in my lungs? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on Mulch's News Garden, I want to talk about our favorite person, Megan Kelly. Are you guys aware of her? Slightly. Okay. Bishtick is nodding. I'll take it. <laughs> so she recently got fired from MSNBC for uh, defending blackface at Halloween time. What? In 2018. How old is she? Like, probably 32. She's not what? 94. What? Like, I can picture talking to my grandmother and her being like, I don't see what's wrong. But it's like, you just can't do that anymore. Megan Kelly's not that old. Way too young for any level of acceptability. Not that it's acceptable in any manner. No, but you could be like, okay, you you can't teach an old dog new tricks and you can't keep it alive forever. Is like, if an old person says, like, it'll it'll die soon. Is that the rest of that adage? (laughs) It is now. But so I actually, I have a theory behind this. So she was uh, in the middle of a three-year contract with MSNBC for like $30 million a year. And her ratings were not nearly as good as they anticipated. So I think like a top editor came to her and was like, hey, talk about blackface today. And she was probably like, no, that's crazy. And be like, no, it'll be fine. And she's like, okay, I think blackface is good. And they're like, now we have to fire you. I don't think that's true at all because if you watch the clip, it was such an offhand comment that she made because they were talking about Halloween costumes because there was that kid who dressed up as Hitler and they were talking about whether or not that was offensive because it was like a historical figure thing they were doing. That's fucking stupid. If you dress up as Hitler in a play for educational purposes, yes. If you dress up as Hitler as a child to get candy, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. I don't think it's so much fucked up that the kid dressed up as 
Hitler in the fact that like dressing up as a horribly bad person. I think it's that it's traumatic to people whose families went through that. Correct. Because some of those people are still yeah. alive. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the most messed up part. It's, it's like too this recent. didn't happen thousands of years ago. And right. it's not even like genocide is an old thing because there's current genocides happening now and there's been terrible genocides within our lifetime. And what boggles my mind is all the people that are now defending her and being like, I don't think it's racist to dress in blackface. Even it though, like, super is, yes, though. Just stop it doing really it. really is. And I, get, I get so frustrated when people, it's like, if I say I'm offended by something, I'm like not allowed to be, and these people tell me what I'm allowed to be offended by. If, if somebody finds that offensive, take that into consideration. If it's one person, move on. If it's an entire group of people, like in this case. Maybe think about maybe it Maybe you're bit. not right. And I think, too, another part of it, too, is blackface isn't just dressing up as a member of a different race. It's harkening back to minstrel shows and all sorts Correct, of other yeah. racist history that that's oh, tied yeah, to. Right. I mean, there was an entire, like, there was an entire series of people that dressed in blackface simply to mock. And that was in the time of television. Yeah. So that was not right. hundreds of years ago. That was like the past 50 years. So yeah. to, to say... That's a good benchmark. If it happened when TV was a thing, maybe it's too soon. Correct. Like mm-hmm. dressing up as Hitler. Right. <laughs> or, so, okay, hear me out. What if I dress it up as the bullet that killed Lincoln? Where am I at? Too soon? Ooh. Too fat for that costume. <laughs> You are rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was mean. Ouch. I do have to cut out cars. <laughs> so I actually. Bullets are small. Tito. <laughs> I want to ask another question, kind sure. of piggybacking on that. Is it too soon for someone to dress up for Halloween as zombie Hitler? Because well, there are a lot of plays on the whole Nazi zombies thing. And, if yeah, you look the, at Call, of, Call Duty, of Duty. Yeah. I don't think it's acceptable for someone to dress up as Hitler. Here's the thing. I think that that's fucked up. And I don't think that enough time is ever going to pass for that to be okay. Actual Hitler killed a bunch of people in horrible ways. Zombie Hitler was never Zombie that Hitler was never real that, that we, we know, know of. of. I want to piggyback on that because I had a conversation with somebody on Facebook. That's a where bad they way were to start. they were like, "Please enlighten me. Why is blackface not okay?" And a bunch of people were like, "It is. Why does everybody have to be so sensitive?" And other people were like, it's not okay, and here are the reasons. And at one point, somebody said, well, it used to be acceptable to dress up as devils, witches, and monsters. And I said, those aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) Nor have they been, ever. And then somebody said, well, witches were. (laughs) And I said, no, they weren't. (laughs) Those have never, what are you talking about? You have a severe misunderstanding. And they said, what about the Salem witch trials? Oh, that um, one time when a bunch of white dudes murdered a bunch of yes! innocent girls because they thought they were witches? It's like, what the fuck? I was like, wow. I was like, is this, yo, is this, is this real? <laughs> this is an actual conversation. <laughs> and I, they were on, uh, witches were, what the fuck are you talking about? This is why there are people that think blackface is okay. Exactly. And I think it's bullshit that that person gets the same powered vote I do. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Their vote counts just as much as mine. Let's take this to its next logical extreme then, Mulch. How should votes be weighted? I don't know, man. Not equally. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to say that because I'm all about fucking, I'm all about equality and making sure. Guess what? Racists said the same thing. Yeah, but I'm talking about dumb people. That's fair. Like, dumb people can be from any, like, women, it's not children. It's racism if most, it's just about dumb yeah, people. Yeah, most children no, are dumb. This a is lot a, of children are dumb. This is a slippery slope. I guess you're right. 
We can't just is, go. We can't just okay, go murdering well, dumb people. Well, actually, no. I'll I'll go off on that because you are raising a good question because there are different areas of the country where there are different uh, suppressive entities that might lead other people to be less informed about things or be undereducated compared to other people. Yep. I, honestly, it's the you same can't thing make like, anyone's vote less than one or more than one. That's not okay. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. It's not okay when it's in the people's favor. No, it's not okay, period, because someone has to decide what these rules are, and that's not fair. <laughs> well, can, actually, yeah. actually, if we're really talking think- about this, people, no one's votes are technically equal uh, because of the Electoral College. Because if you look at a state like California, who has millions of people living there, right. versus some small other state where it's mostly farmers... Uh, the vote of the farmers have have much more pull than all of the citizens in California. Right. If the Electoral College decides to do what they're technically supposed to do but don't have to do. Right. Right, which I think that's really weird. Yeah, it was designed to prevent the, uh, the popular vote from just being the thing. Right, I mean, because you could spend all of your time, like uh, Professor said, there's millions of people in California. You could spend all of your time campaigning in California get all of them to vote for you and then you you know and then and you spend win. your time in a couple other big states and then all of the people from you know low population states just get forgotten about and their opinion doesn't matter. So I get that. Yeah. We fucked up last time, but I mean it works most <laughs> of the time. It's pretty good. Another thing is that in, on on your main point to get off of this pig pile right, that we've piggybacked on talking about. <laughs> yeah. We are a group of four white people. We're like not really super qualified to even. That's absolutely that's actually true. a really good point. Absolutely true. Like, My bad. I forgot. That's why there are no mirrors in the building. <laughs> no, it's it's hard. We reflect off each other's reflections. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bright in this room yeah, right now. There's one light bulb in the middle. <laughs> oh, Jesus. When we leave, it gets a lot darker. It's yeah. So we're not really fully qualified to even talk. That's a good point. Authoritatively on. I guess the that. lesson I want the lesson I want to drive home is that if someone finds something offensive, don't just write them off. Consider talking it out. You know what I mean? Because the big thing nowadays is just, oh, everybody's so sensitive about everything. But lots of people lose their shit when somebody doesn't stand up for the anthem. There's, you know, lots of people lose their shit when Kathy Griffin holds a fake presidential head. Yeah, to be fair, I don't think that was that cool. No, and you know what? I took that, instead of just being like, stop being sensitive, I was like, you're right. That's That's offensive. (laughs) I wouldn't have liked that for anybody. It's hard, too, because things that are worth being offended over and things that aren't and as the person who edits the podcasted version of this actual radio show that is 100% real, <laughs> is, it is sometimes difficult because we'll have these really good conversations and then I worry about offending people and I have to cut it Correct. out. Because I don't intend to say anything offensive. Right. You know, like, I would like to be able to make fun of everybody equally. Yeah, exactly. I find that very fun. But sometimes it's hard because there are certain groups of people that are picked on more right. often yeah. undeservedly. I mean, that's why I'm going to stick to making fun of mostly white people. It's just it's just a safe we are, place to be. <laughs> and a lot of material. Yeah, there's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's just so much I could go with. Well, that's one thing, though. Making jokes, I think there's a lot of comedians who get away with a lot of racial slurs and oh, sure. things like that. And that's because of the platform and the yeah. entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Less now, though. Well, yes. Like, the, people are making more and more of a complaints, if you will, or just yeah. ri- like there's we're rising up to it. Right. As, as opposed to just taking it and walking away from the show kind of unhappy a little bit. Yeah. But in, in this case, though, she's obviously not in that position. She's not no. to entertain. Right. She no. is actually supposed to be an authority of some sort, more yeah. or less. You know, so like her words are going to be, I don't want to say valued more, but her words are going to be taken seriously. Right. As right. opposed to a comedian. 
So I mean, you're, like, not, you're not supposed to go to a comedic show and be like, I hope I learn something. Right. I'm going to, I'm, like, I'm going to go see like, you know, Brian Regan. So I know who to vote for this, right. <laughs> this yeah. coming and election. Exactly. I, don't know, I don't know who I should vote for. So I'm going to go watch Lewis Black perform for an hour. That's a great point, too, because I'm willing to bet if you go and see a comedian and the comedian is talking about how, oh, you know, I don't see the problem with blackface. It's probably going to come around to him making a punchline that is about how stupid that opinion is. Correct. Yeah. But. Also, regardless, like, even if it's a shitty comedian and he doesn't get around to that point, they're not on MSNBC, right, a right. news source. I right. think well, that is like, a really so, important thing. Uh, Jim Jeffries is one of my favorite comedians. He's Australian. He's, yeah, he's Australian. So he says the C word a lot. They can literally say whatever they want. Anyways, but he actually, he has come out and been like, look, in the past I've made a lot of derogatory and sexist comments, and I'm going to scale back on that, you know. And he still has, he's still funny, he still makes a lot of jokes and whatever, but, you know, he was very kind of anti- female for a while in his comedy and he has come like, around when he realizes yeah. that his words and I don't want to I don't want to get to the point where you can't make jokes about anybody cuz that sucks. Right. Like we should like humans but, right. aren't like that. Right. The best like, the best thing ever would be to have one person of every, every colored creed and race in a room making fun of each other. That would be the best thing on the planet. And that's most of the time what happens at Florida gubernatorial debates. That wasn't a good joke. That was <laughs> They can't. They cross that one off. Sometimes, <laughs> see, they happen. Anyways. Sometimes you lay an egg. <laughs> so, anyways, edit, please. Um, but th- you know, it's just I don't want it to get to the point where you can't make fun of anybody. But just don't be a fucking idiot. I guess. Yeah, right. Somebody handed Megan Kelly something as controversial as blackface, and knowing her, she was a Fox News correspondent that got into some trouble. She's been in the news a lot. If I was Megan Kelly, I would have been like, I'm not touching that. I'm going to touch this fucking Cornish game hen. Even just for the reason to be careful about her career. If if it's as selfish a reason as that and not respecting the race that it's making fun of. Right. You know, like, it surprises me in professional settings how many things happen. I'm just like, just based on self-preservation alone, why? Right. Why did you say that? Why did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can say whatever I want on the show because... If I get kicked off the show, that's just kind of, yeah, Go back whatever. to delivering pizzas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Here's the thing, and, uh, and I know we're running a bit long. It's getting close to 6 o'clock, so we'll have to start watching our swear words. Um, otherwise, Jared's going to have our asses. Ah, but, piss. Yeah, get them all out. Um, oh, I want to get one more out. <laughs> fuck you, Cliff. What are some of the words we made up last weekend? Go on. Porse and cucknit. Oh, um, Porse Cliff is a cucknit. What is... One last serious thing to round out this Sorry. comedy podcast. I'll definitely try to make a joke. Um, yeah, this got heavy. <laughs> hey, it's been funny. What is the best way to like let's say that you said something horribly racist or something bad and you didn't intend to be that way but you said something bad what is the best way to react do you think probably Uh, to uh, apologize like an adult Uh, i'm terribly sorry that came out wrong that's that's not how i intended for that to sound what i meant to say was see and that's what everyone does but i find that in a lot of the public apologies that i read they don't own it they usually say, oh, yeah. like, they oh, walk yeah, around no, it. Do not find, no, you have to own it. Do not find a scapegoat. Don't distance yourself from what you did. Be like, I said this. It was oh, fucked I grew up. up. Yeah, it's like when Chris Brown beat the shit out of Rihanna and he was like, oh, I grew up in a bad household. Fuck you. A lot of people do. And a lot of people don't beat right. the shit out of their girlfriends. So, in other words, <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to prepare us for the onslaught of tweets after this episode. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. So, uh, share the show with your friends. Sorry if we said something that offends you. We didn't um, mean to. Yeah, it's all, we all have good intentions. We love you. Baba Ganoush. Baba, Baba Ganoush. Congratulations. That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back. And you spent it listening to this garbage. If for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire, subscribe on iTunes and share it with all your friends. IDKradio.com.